Good morning, everybody. How many of you are excited to be in church? <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the best place to be. Amen. Hallelujah. The church is a mighty moving force on the earth. Hallelujah. When we understand the power of the church and who we are in Christ, nothing can stop you. Hallelujah. So God wants the church to take its place. Amen. Hallelujah. So I consider this a great privilege and honor to stand here. Hallelujah. You know, this pulpit and the word that has come out of this place has changed life. Amen. And, and it has changed and affected my life and it has made my life better. Hallelujah. It has taken from one place where I'm going in the path of death, but it brought me up into a high place. Oh, glory to God. Such a high place where you are seated with God in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. Amen. And it, and it sets you free. Hallelujah. Your mind gets liberated. Your body gets healed. Your life is transformed. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. So, so important to know the truth because the truth will always set you free. It gives you liberty. Amen. So the more and more we sit under the truth, transformation happens. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, if you look at the whole earth, Bible says everything is created by the word of God. Hallelujah. If you look at the tree, where it came from, it actually came from the mouth of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everything that you see, everything that you can touch, every good thing that you can see came from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. So when we are sitting under that word, it is power. It changes lives. Hallelujah. It changes bodies. It changes situation. Hallelujah. So the more we tune in and align ourselves to that truth, oh, you are setting up for liberty. You're setting up yourself for freedom. Amen. Hallelujah. So pastor has to be away to minister. So I thank God for this time and thank God for Pastor Michael and Pastor Chitra. Hallelujah. So praise God. Amen. So let's just uh, pray and uh, get into what God has for us today. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you. We thank you for this time. Hallelujah. We thank you for this moment. And we just give you praise. We just give you praise. Or oh, can we just lift up our hands and just give him some praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some sweet praises to Jesus. Hallelujah. Some pra sweet praises to God. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. Such a pure, holy, righteous God. Hallelujah. There is nobody like you. There is nobody who has loved us like you. We thank you for loving us with an everlasting love. Thank you, Lord, for drawing us with your mercy and your compassion. And we thank you for what you've done for us and demonstrating your love toward us by giving us Jesus. Oh, we just pray praise you thank you thank you thank you thank you for giving us the mighty spirit of god in our hearts oh we praise you we praise you that you have never left us as orphans but you are ever with us precious holy spirit we thank you for your sweet presence and communion in our midst speak to us have your way in our midst oh hallelujah we worship you father help us to hear help us to receive what you have for us today we thank you for your anointing we thank you for your presence hallelujah we thank you for healings today we thank you for freedom today we thank you for revelation today in the name of jesus we praise you father oh we give you glory oh we give you thanks in jesus name
Amen. How many of you brought some sweet cane to Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you should go and read Isaiah 43. I believe it's verse 24. Let's see that Isaiah 43 and verse uh, 24, I believe. Thank you, Jesus. Thou hast brought me no sweet cane with money. <laughs> Neither hast thou filled me with the fat of thy sacrifices. Hallelujah. You know, you, you can offer it to God, some sweet things. Hallelujah. From your mouth. You can offer the calf of your lips. Hallelujah. Praise to him. Worship to him. Thanks to him. Hallelujah. So come early for worship. Get into it. Forget about everything else. And just give him some sweet sacrifice. Hallelujah. You know, God, God loves it. God enjoys it. Hallelujah. You know, actually that's what he receives from you. From your mouth. Hallelujah. Some words that you have treasured. And, and, and that has been formed in the inside. Out of gratefulness and thankfulness to God. And you bring it and offer it. It is like, you know, cutting a big calf. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you put those feelings down and offer it as like sacrifices. Hallelujah. And whenever you do that, fire of God is going to fall there. Hallelujah. Whenever you offer some sacrifice, the fire will fall. Amen. Hallelujah. And when fire is on you, you will be different. Hallelujah. You won't hold fire and walk like this. <laughs> You'll be jumping and moving around. Hallelujah. That's how your life will be. On fire for Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So let's go to the book of James chapter 1 and verse. Let's read from verse 21. And it says, wherefore lay apart all filthiness. You know that lay apart means put it down and kick it far away from you. Hallelujah. Lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness. The engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Hallelujah. So, you know, there is one nice uh, meaning for the word meekness. You know, the word, it means to receive the word as it is. Hallelujah. That's you are, you, that the word meekness to be just be teachable. Hallelujah. So, the Bible says here, receive the engrafted word and that word is able to save your soul. Save your soul. So, you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live inside a body and this engrafted word is going to change or save your souls. Amen. Let's continue to read. Verse 22. It says, And be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, not deceiving your own selves. Hallelujah. Brother John, can we listen to verse 21 and 22, please? Hallelujah. So Bible says here, be ye doers of the word. He didn't say be a doer of your feelings. <laughs> be a doer of your whatever your emotions are feeling. However your, uh, however your mood is, don't keep doing that. But it says here, be a doer of the word. Hallelujah. Be a doers of the word of God. You know, the only, see, that's the only way you put the word to work. 
The only word that works for you is the word that you are acting on. Hallelujah. So in the book of 2 Peter, the last epistle of Peter before he's leaving the earth, you know, in the first chapter he says about, uh, you know, that though you know the truth, though you are established in the truth, I'm going to remind you so that you will be stirred up about the truth. Amen. So the only truth that you will act on is the truth that you are stirred up about. Amen. So that is why you need to keep hearing the word again and again and again so that you will be stirred up. Amen. So if you're sitting there and you're listening to a truth and you say, ah, I've heard that. That's because you are not stirred up about it. Hallelujah. You might be knowing that. You might even be so established in that. But today you are not stirred up about it. Hallelujah. So we should make sure that we are stirred up about the truth. And how can you be, how can you do that? Just keep acting the word. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, this is the best way to kill boredom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Instead of getting bored, you know, oh, I'm so bored. I don't know what to do. It's because you're not acting on the word. The moment you start acting on the word, it's exciting. Hallelujah. It excites you. It's, it's a challenge there. There is a small spring on you. Hallelujah. And, and, and that will make your life very different. You will not have time to be bored. Hallelujah. The only time you are bored is when you are not doing it. Hallelujah. And if you have been coming to this church, we have been listening a lot. <laughs> and we have a lot to act on. Hallelujah. That's why it's important to take note so that if you get bored near the door called boredom, you know, you can just go and refer your notes and start acting on it. Hallelujah. Amen. So be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. You know, there's so much we don't know about the word and the operation of the word. Amen. But if you would just act on it, it will start to produce in your life. And as you keep acting on it, it will begin to open up, open up, open up more and more in your life. And you will begin to understand. Jesus said like this, if any man will or desire wants to do my will or my word, he will understand the doctrine or the teaching that I'm teaching you. Wow. Hallelujah. So the only way to learn these truths is by acting it. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So even though, uh, you know, we like cars and engines and, you know, uh, we like to look at the engine of a bike and all that, it's very exciting. But a person doesn't need to know all that and still enjoy the driving. Hallelujah. He, can, he doesn't need to know there doesn't need to have this and that and this is how it works. He can just sit on it or drive it away and enjoy that pleasure of driving even though he does not know so much technical details about the vehicle. The same way, you may not know everything, but you can act. But you can take a step and the first step to your acting is saying it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, we, don't, we don't think that saying is an action. It is. Hallelujah. Bible says the, the earth is a work of his hands. 
Amen. But actually he didn't go and you know make it like this and turn it like this. You know how he did it? He spoke it. He spoke it. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we are created in his image, in his likeness. Hallelujah. So for us to act on what he is saying, the first step is to speak it. Let it come out of your mouth. What you are hearing, if you want it to work in your life, the first step is to speak. 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 Hallelujah. And after you speak, you start doing what you said. Hallelujah. Amen. See, there is no point after you speaking, you are just sitting back and not doing anything about it. Do something. That's called an acting. Hallelujah. Be an actor. Hallelujah. You know, we go and watch this uh, kind of award and that kind of Oscar. You know, all that we, you know, all that is what? People who got into a role and acted it so well that they got a reward. Amen. Hallelujah. But if you would act on the word and, and, and first by saying it and then just be that person. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be and act like that person who the word is and who you say you are by acting it and just get into that character. I tell you, your character is good. <laughs> your character is the best. <laughs> Hallelujah. And your character is found in the scripture, especially in the epistles. Look for the word in him. <laughs> Hallelujah. You'll find out who you are actually. Amen. And get into that role. Hallelujah. You might be feeling miserable and, and like a sinner. You know, you don't need to do anything to feel bad. You can just naturally feel bad. Because you're living in this body. You can get up in the morning and you feel the worst sinner in the world. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, you wouldn't have done anything. But you can just get into that character. <laughs> First by speaking it. And when you speak it, Everything gets into it. Hallelujah. But then you need to take a step and put that smile. Hallelujah. And, and, and be that person who the Bible says who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited about this? Oh, it's very exciting. Amen. Hallelujah. And verse 23 says, oh, okay, verse 22 says, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Wow, that means you could get cheated if you don't do this. Hallelujah, you could get cheated and you will not be sitting in your place of inheritance. Instead, you will be sitting at a place lower than your inheritance. You will get cheated. Hallelujah. So the best way is to act. <laughs> You're going to gain every way if you act on the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And verse 23 says, And if any be a hearer of the word and not doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Oh, hallelujah. It says, If any be a hearer of the word. I mean, if you've been listening to Wednesdays, you know, pastor has been teaching us about hearing. Hallelujah, you know, so many things he keeps talking about the way we hear, what you hear, how you hear, so important. Amen. And here it says, if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who is looking at his face, you know, looking, beholding his natural face in a glass. So we can see that, according to these verses, that when you are hearing, 
it is creating a picture before you. Hallelujah. So we can say hearing is like producing a picture. Amen. It is like, it says, it is like a person beholding his natural face in a glass. So it's like me taking a glass and looking at it. Hallelujah. Who do I see? I see myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you know that none of us actually can't see our face? I can't see my you know, face. I only see a reflection of my face in a glass or a water or whatever, you know? Hallelujah. So, we can't see our face, right? We only see a reflection of our face in a mirror. And our senses, which is our soul, you know, got so trained that we trust that reflection. We trust that reflection. Hallelujah. And uh, so we got to a place that we look at the mirror, we said, this is how I look. I'm so in color, I'm so in, you know, this is, this is my eye color, this is my hair color, and this is how I look. We got so used to it, so we don't even need that processing. The moment we look, we trust it so much. Hallelujah. But here it's, but, you know, but Bible says, let's, let's, let's read that in Kannada, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. So here it says, this is like a man who looks at his natural face in a glass. Amen. Now, looking at this, uh, you know, face, however it is, imagine sometimes, you know, when we get up, one hair will be like this, another hair will be like that. You know, sometimes the hair just comes up. <laughs> you don't know why it's there like that. Hallelujah. But, Looking at the mirror, you know, we see like this. I won't, we, won't, we won't say, I believe my hair is fine. You won't do that, right? Hallelujah. You've learned to trust that image. You won't look at it and say, ah, the mascara is there. Meanwhile, you just woke up. You know, everything is around the place. Amen. Hallelujah. And everything is, you know, drooling and everything is there. But you're saying, I believe uh, I'm fine. And you come to church, everybody will look at you strange, right? Hallelujah. We won't do that because we've learned to trust that image so much that what that image says, we just change accordingly. Hallelujah. The same way, Bible says that we are a spirit man. We possess a soul and we live inside a body. Amen. So we have a body the reflection of the body is in the glass and our soul says, yes, that needs change. I need to wash my face. I need to you know, comb my hair, put gel, whatever, and make it all right so it doesn't stand up. Hallelujah. And, and come to church. Hallelujah. The same way there is the spirit man. Hallelujah. And you don't, you don't touch that man with your uh, hands, with your senses. Hallelujah. And you don't touch that person emotionally. The only way you know who this person is and what this person looks like and who this person is only through the word of God. Amen. Meanwhile, this man is amazing. He's the real you. He's the real you. He, you are not the body. You are not the soul. You are actually the spirit man. Created in the image and likeness of God. And if you have been born again, you have God's life inside you. And God communicates to your spirit. 
he doesn't communicate your soul he doesn't communicate through to your body he communicates to your spirit hallelujah so that's why those that's why it's so important that we train this man up or i would say we train our soul to look at this man hallelujah so the only way i can look at him is through the word of god hallelujah let's continue to read and verse 20 uh, 3 we read for any if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass for he beholds himself and forgets his, forgetteth and goeth this way and straight away forgetteth what manner of man he was whoa amen so it's talking about a person who's hearing and when you're hearing it's creating images you know the god's word will always give you images of life hallelujah god's word will always give you images of success victory life only it gives you life images hallelujah every good and every perfect images it creates hallelujah now i can have that image and forget it if i don't do it hallelujah if i'm only hearing it I, the images come we get so excited wow and then i don't do it you forget it hallelujah that image is lost it says you know he, he forgetteth what manner of man he was hallelujah so whenever the word is preached it is giving you images it's giving you pictures i don't know whether you like it or not you are always moved by images your life will move in the direction of what image you are holding in the inside see there are a lot of images the world is trying to throw images at you hallelujah if you don't believe it ask the advertising people that's what they're trying to put why do they spend so much money on billboards images if that image can get inside you and that and if they can hold that image in you you will automatically move in that direction hallelujah and they will get your money <laughs> hallelujah but god has images for you images for your life which will propel your life in the upward direction where you become a blessing to the families of the earth hallelujah how many of you are getting something can did we read this all right okay ಏಕೆಂದರೆ ಇವನು ತನ್ನನ್ನು ತಾನೇ ನೋಡಿ ನಂತರ ತಾನು ಹೀಗಿದ್ದೇನೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ಆ ಕ್ಷಣವೇ ಮರೆತು ಬಿಡುವನು doesn't matter what people write about you it doesn't matter what you're putting on facebook as your profile picture but what do you see yourself as makes all the difference amen hallelujah oh glory to god amen we'll come back to that scripture but then it goes on to say in verse 25 but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein he being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his deed hallelujah 
ಜಾನ್ ಬೆಲ್ ಜಾನ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಹಿಯರ್ ವರ್ಸ್ 25 ಆದರೆ ಬಿಡುಗಡೆಯನ್ನು ಉಂಟು ಮಾಡುವ ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣವಾದ ಧರ್ಮಶಾಸ್ತ್ರವನ್ನು ಲಕ್ಷ್ಯ ಕೊಟ್ಟು ಓದಿ ಮನನ ಮಾಡಿ ಅದನ್ನು ಅನುಸರಿಸುವವನು ವಾಕ್ಯವನ್ನು ಕೇಳಿ ಮರೆತು ಹೋಗದೆ ಅದರ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನಡೆಯುತ್ತಾ ತನ್ನ ನಡೆತೆಯಿಂದ ಕ್ರಿಯೆಗಳಿಂದ ಧನ್ಯನಾಗುವನು Bible is talking about the word and the word will always set you free it liberates you hallelujah you know what is the main weapon of the devil lies lies blinds you but truth liberates you hallelujah so god's word comes to set you free jesus said it like this hallelujah in the book of john chapter 8 verse 30 to 30 if you he told the people who believed in him so he told to the believers is it if you continue in my word if you continue in my word you will know the truth and the truth will set you free hallelujah so here it says if any person he hears the word and doesn't forget it how do you how do you make sure you don't forget it you bring it back to your memory bring it back to you know communion is an amazing place to bring back to your memory hallelujah you know like pastor said last week it's not about the type of juice it's not about you know type of wafer it's about what you do inside what are you seeing when you're taking communion hallelujah what are you seeing hallelujah are you seeing that you have to do something apart from what jesus finished or you're saying he has finished it forgive me for not believing it i make the adjustment now and i take it i'm saying i got it i receive it <laughs> hallelujah i declare that you died i declare you are risen i declare i'm seated with you i declare hallelujah i'm blessed wow it's a place of remembering so not forgetting but be remembering and being a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his need you know it says be a doer of the work so there is a work there what's the kind of work you have to believe and you have to speak you have to believe and you have to act hallelujah that's what makes you from a believer to a disciple hallelujah how do you do that you start to believe and you have to speak you have to believe and you have to speak and continue to do that every day hallelujah and if you keep doing that that truth will open up that truth will open up and gives you freedom in that area freedom in the area that you're acting hallelujah so whether we like it or not we are all at different levels of freedom <laughs> amen the more freedom we enjoy the more of god can be seen through our lives amen and people will get attracted to that freedom hallelujah amen glory to god hallelujah so verse 24 says for he beholds himself and goeth his way and straight away forgets what manner of man he was amen so it's so important to see who we are in the inside hallelujah you know in the current scenario there are so many distractions so many distractions hallelujah that you yourself get confused who you are what's happening to me who am i hallelujah so if you go and look at uh, you know some of the scriptures and stories in the old testament if you go and look at in first samuel chapter 17 
Amen. Where we see the, uh, you know, major story of David and Goliath. Hallelujah. So David comes to this place and you see this champion with all the heavy, uh, you know, dress and, and his spear is like this, his sword is like this. You know, so much stuff in the natural. Hallelujah. And he comes and challenges Israel's army. Hallelujah. And David comes here. He's a small boy, young person. And he comes and he says, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Everybody hears this champion and they get scared and they go back. But here comes this man who has been taking care of his father's sheep and now comes with cheese and bread and all to give to his brothers and uh, you know the captain of their place. Hallelujah. And he comes and hears this and this is his response. Who is this? It can be your challenge. You know, it can be whatever you're going through. You know, he looks at it and says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That means a man who doesn't have a covenant with God. Who doesn't have a covenant with God. I don't know whether, maybe we'll step a little bit into that. Hallelujah. Although we are not planning to go there. All right, hallelujah. So, he doesn't even have a covenant with God. And David is saying, I am a man with covenant with the Almighty God. Hallelujah. You know, what? we don't understand this in today's terms. But covenants are so powerful. It's still practiced, amen, around the world. So, if you go and read the story of a person called David Livingston, amen, he went to Africa, major man of God, missionary. He went to abolish the slavery, all that stuff. Amazing man. And he's gone and he's lost. Now they send a person called Stanley to in search of David Livingston to find in Africa. So he goes there and he does not, he, he's just new. He comes with this, all this, I think hundred and something porters. He goes through Africa, very tough conditions. Things get robbed. You know, you put it out there in the field, you know, things get robbed. And he's having all these diseases and people are dying. His, things are going, his health is going back. So one of his, uh, you know, uh, person who is with him, he said, why don't you go and make a covenant with that chief? Hallelujah. Things are very bad. Amen. And he's like, what's covenant? You know, he does not even know about what that is. Amen. So he, again, he go, things get so tough. He gets, uh, you know, his stomach is not having ulcers. And the only thing that, you know, that's now working for him is some goat milk. And, and he's doing all that. And then finally, this person says, why don't you go and make a covenant with this chief who is a territorial king? Amen. So then they go and they try to explain that when two people get into covenant, they have to choose their representatives and they have to make a cut in their hand and they have to mix their blood and pour their blood in a glass which has got wine and mix it and drink it and they have to, uh, you know, make these, uh, you know, uh, statements about the covenant and then once you make that you know, and make a covenant with them, they're going to be together. Whatever they want, you give. And whatever you want, they give to you. Hallelujah. So though he didn't understand many of these things, he entered into that covenant. Hallelujah. He chose a person from his side. And, and the king uh, brought one of his princes. And they cut the, 
wrist and mingled their blood and poured it in a glass, mixed it with wine and they drank each other saying, our life is now no longer two, but we are one. Hallelujah. Everything. And then they start saying these promises that because of this covenant, all of blah, 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 blah is yours. <laughs> Amen. And, and you also say all of my blah, blah, blah is yours. Amen. Hallelujah. So they make a covenant. Now they no longer own things as their own, but they own it together. Own it together. Hallelujah. Amen. And then, uh, then they said, if you break this covenant, they will speak all these horrible curses will come upon you and your family and you have to die. You have to be killed if you break this covenant. Hallelujah. And then they would put gunpowder in those wounds and make sure that mark that was cut doesn't heal faster and in time it becomes it shows a scar in your hand you know that's where wedding ring came from that's where handshake came from and that's when you mean by lifting your hands and saying to the lord almighty hallelujah so we don't take things so lightly we don't see the importance of a covenant now, here comes a time, now the king says, um, you know, uh, I need your goat. You know, he's gone, his health level has gone so bad, the only thing that he now drinks is this goat's milk. Amen? And if you give, if you give that goat to him, you know, he, he, does, he depends on that goat. Hallelujah. So, but, uh, you know, the person who is with him, he said, this is the part of the covenant. What he asks, you have to give. And what do you get in exchange? He will give you a spear which is brown, you know, wound with some copper wire. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, so you know you can't break it. You break it, you have to die. So he gives the goat, he gets the spear. Amen. Little did know, he didn't know that spear was his entry into Africa. Hallelujah. So he said, Now Stanley is our brother. He's our blood brother. Amen. So can you see where this is going to? God talks covenant. Amen. God talks covenant. Every word in this book is actually covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Amen. He's saying, I am a covenant man. With Almighty God. God and me are in covenant. Hallelujah. Amen. So in the, in the Abrahamic line, they had to do circumcision. So every, every person that comes out of that lineage, you know, it shows they are in covenant with Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is for them. You mess with them, God will be there. So he knew this power, and he already experienced this power when he was taking care of his father's sheep. A lion came, he finished. <laughs> a bear came, he finished it. And he's already enjoying that place in God and knowing that it is not really based on his perfection, it's based on the covenant. Hallelujah. And he comes there and he sees himself as a covenant man. How do you see yourself? In covenant, See, we, we have a better covenant. We have a better covenant. And this is, this is not shed on the blood of animals. It is shed on 
the blood of Jesus. This covenant is sealed in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Nobody can break it. Hallelujah. And in our covenant, what God did was, he is so wise. He is so amazing. What he did is, he made a covenant with him and then Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. He made a covenant with himself and a representative of man who can never break that covenant. Jesus. Hallelujah. And made that covenant and sealed it in Jesus' blood and put us inside Jesus. That no way we cannot miss out. No way we cannot come short. The only thing that we need to do is stand there. <laughs> Act on it. Stand there. Act on the word of the covenant. Stand and act on the word of the covenant and the covenant keeping God will perform it. So the pressure is not on you. It's on the covenant. Hallelujah. He said, my covenant, I will not break. Psalms 89. I think the, towards the last. He says, my covenant, I will not break, nor alter the words that has come out of my lips. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, anyway, you know, I was not planning to get into all that, but praise God. Hallelujah. So, David comes and he sees, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Amen. Let's go to the book of 1 Samuel 17. Verse 26, he says, And David spoke to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that kills this Philistine? And taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And he's saying, What? What is this? How dare he? Hallelujah. And then, um, you know, I'll go a little faster and else. And then we will go to the in verse, you know, 33 talks about, uh, David said unto Saul, your servant keep his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, smote him, delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. And your servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing that he defiles the armies of the living God. And then he goes on to say, And moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, the Lord be with you. Amen. Can you see how he is talking? Can you see how he, how he sees himself? Everybody is scared. Everybody is running. Everybody is drawing back. But here comes a young boy who, who sees who he is in the eyes of God. He is not saying, uh, you know, I, I'm going to do this because I'm the son of Jesse. He's not saying, I'm doing this because I came from that lineage. He's not saying, because I got muscles, you know, I'm going to, I, I did all these stuff. He said, no, the Lord... The Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear 
will, will also do the same thing for me. Hallelujah. So, and he goes on to say, let's read that. Amen. And verse 46. He says, then David uh, said to the Philistine. Now he comes, to, you know, you can say all that talk. And after that, you have to face the action. Amen. And then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with the sword and with the spear and with the shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. See what he knows. He knows he's an answer. He's a man with covenant. He knows the Lord's strength is his strength. He's not saying my strength. He said the Lord's strength is his strength. And he's saying the name of the Lord belongs to him. Wow. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to say, uh, The God of armies of Israel whom you have defied, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. You know, he is prophesying. He is saying things which is the end result. Hallelujah. You must learn to decree things on your situation. Hallelujah. You must learn to say what is the end of this matter in what challenge you're facing right now. Hallelujah. And he said, this day, God will deliver you to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I will smite you. He, he's prophesying. I said, I will kill you. And I will give you a carcass of the host of the Philistine. And this day, the, it, unto the fowl of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Hallelujah. And all the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with the sword, with the spear. Hallelujah. Or for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into my hand. Wow. Hallelujah. Can you see how he talks? How he sees himself. You know, he's saying these things because he sees himself differently. He knows what manner of man he is. Well, like we read in James chapter 1. Amen. He knows who he is. How do you see yourself? Makes all the difference. In your life, in your situation, in your challenges. Hallelujah. Amen. And you can, if, you, if you continue to read the story, after saying all this, you know, when he, when he comes, he runs towards him. Wow. This is a different guy. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's so convinced. Hallelujah. Go out there. Step out. Do the impossible. All things are possible with you. Hallelujah. The same God is our Father. The same God has made a covenant in the blood of Jesus. We have the words of the covenant. Hallelujah. You can be guaranteed what you're standing and acting will surely come to pass. Surely come to pass. You know Hebrews chapter 6. If you keep reading down. Bible says you know uh, how God made a promise to Abraham. Because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself. Saying, blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply you. So after he made a promise, let's read that. I think it's good to read that. J, uh, Hebrews chapter 6. Verse 13. When God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself saying, blessing, I will bless you. I will bless you and multiplying, I will multiply you. See, that's a word, that's a promise. So after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. 
And then verse 16 says, For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. You know, if you go and read Genesis, you know, God shows Abraham, says, All this land I will give you. Hallelujah. And then Abraham says, How do I know that you will give it to me? And that day God told Abraham to bring these animals and birds. And, and he makes a covenant with Abraham. And he, he goes into his sleep and then, you know, he sees this fire going through the pieces. Amen. You know, we, we didn't talk so much about the covenant. We just gave you a small brief. There's so much inside that, you know, that covenant, you know, we can talk about. And there is a major message there. Hallelujah. But here we can see God was making a covenant with Abraham and his seed, which is Jesus. And he was showing Abraham all this. Hallelujah. And by that covenant, Abraham knows it's done. They can do whatever they want with Israel, but that land belongs to them. It's covenanted. Amen. So by the covenant, you can be sure what promise you're standing will surely come to pass. Will surely come to pass. And, only, and, and you need a major strength in your mind. Hallelujah. In your soul. In your thinking. In your choices. You need strength. Because that's the weakest part of you. Hallelujah. That's where the whole battle is. Amen. And then it goes on to say. Wherein God willing more abundantly. To show unto the heirs of promise. That's us. Amen. The unchangeability or immutability of his counsel. Confirmed by an oath that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation or comfort who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Amen. See, by the oath and the promise, you can be so, God is saying, I cannot lie. I cannot lie. What you are believing, what you are standing on, will surely come to pass. He will change everything. If something is not, he will create it for you. Hallelujah. He will create the fruit of your lips. So please say it. Please act on it. Because what you are doing will surely come to pass. Hallelujah. And then it says, we have... And, and this hope we have, this hope, you know, God's word gives us hope or glad pictures. Hope means a glad expectation. Something you're seeing forward with beautiful, great expectation. Hallelujah. And he said, this hope will surely come to pass. This hope will surely come to pass if you speak, if you believe it, if you speak it, if you act on it. That's what it says through faith and patience. You will inherit it. That's the word continue. That's where continuing happens. You don't, just because it didn't happen this week doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Just because it didn't happen this month doesn't matter. Doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Just because it didn't happen for the last five years, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I would say greater the weight, I mean longer the weight, greater the victory. Hallelujah. Longer the wait, greater the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, here, and it goes on to say in verse 19, which hope 
we have as an anchor for the soul. See, you know, you need an anchor for your soul. You know, if you don't have an anchor, you can be just tossed around. It may come to pass. It may not come to pass. It may come to pass. It may not come to pass. Hallelujah. You need to just say that it will come to pass. Surely God cannot lie. You, have, you need an anchor. And he says, this hope will give you an anchor. And now go, let's, let's continue it because this is a living hope. And he says, we have an anchor for who? For the soul. Not for your spirit. Your body, I mean, praise God. <laughs> your soul is where it needs the anchor. You need to anchor it down. And he says, both sure, steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil where the foreigners for us entered, Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Oh, glory. He says, this hope is now hinged on Jesus. Now, Jesus has to fail, hallelujah, for this hope to go away. So what's remaining? I need to anchor it down. I need to just stand there. I need to act. I need to speak. And I need to see. <laughs> and I must continue to see who I am. I must continue to walk who I am in the spirit. Hallelujah. And it will surely come to pass. Wow. Can you imagine? Every single word is backed by Jesus is backed by the word of this covenant and the blood of this covenant. You cannot fail. You can be sure it will come to pass. How do you know it will come to pass? That's how you know. You look at the covenant. Look at the promise. Look at Jesus, the mediator of this covenant. Oh, glory to God. Amen. This is not the message. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. Amen. Woo! Let's go to Numbers chapter 13. Glory to God. Anyway, how are you enjoying this? I'm excited about it. Hallelujah. Numbers, you know, if you go to the book of Numbers 13, uh, you know, it, it starts by saying about, you know, how Moses sends 12 of those spies to spy out that good land which God said, I'm giving you this land. A land that flows with milk, a land that flows with honey. Wow. If God has said it, that's it. Amen. You don't need to go and check whether it's true or not. <laughs> if you really read the context of this, it was actually not God telling them to send the spies. It was actually all the elders came to Moses and said, let's send, let's check it out. And Moses thought, I mean, people pressure. People pressure. Very powerful. How fear of man is a snare. It will mess you up and take you out of your inheritance. Like we heard last week from pastor, <laughs> unbelief. A type of unbelief comes from the people pressure. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So Moses said, okay, send them. Amen. Let's send them. Go and check, you know. And they go, they check. Some are blown, some are fine. You know, they come back and they say, oh, the land that we have gone is a good land. See the grapes? Two people have to carry and bring. Wow, it's definitely a blessed land. Obviously, it'll be a blessed land because God said it. God spoke it. It is a land that has been covenanted to Abraham. It has to happen. It has to come as an inheritance for them. But it takes faith. Even if, whether it's in the old, whether it is in the new, God is a God of faith and it takes faith to receive anything from heaven. 
Hallelujah. There is no other alternative. You cannot bend his arms. You can bend his arm. Try it. <laughs> Hallelujah. No way. Glory to God. Amen. He's just he's got a wrong theology behind it. That's all. So praise God. So they come and they say everything is good, but then they say there is great walls. <laughs> there is giants there. There is this there. There is that there. There is this virus here. There is that virus here. Things are so tough. Economy is down. It's impossible. We can't go there. Hallelujah. Numbers 13. And verse 25. I think I read from verse 25. And then, and he says, verse 27. And they told him and said, we came unto the land where you sent us. Surely it flows with milk and honey. This is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled. And very great. And moreover we saw the children of Anak there. That's giants. And the Amalekites dwell in there. All those problems they are seeing. But verse 30. One person jumps out. One of the person who went with them to spy out. His name is Caleb. And he said. And Caleb stood the people before Moses. And he said. Hush. Stop it. Now this man is different. I mean. He should have some respect. Right. They are talking to Moses. But they are talking against God. They're saying things against God. Hallelujah. And, and he jumped up and he said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Here is a group. I mean, 10 of them are saying, We can't. <laughs> There's so much problem there. I can't do it. But here, one other person says, We are fine. We are equipped. We're fully equipped. We got all the ammunition. We got everything that we need. Who is that? God. God is his strength. God is his refuge. God is his ability. Hallelujah. Are you strong in the Lord? And in the power of his might? Amen. Hallelujah. But the men went up with him. And we are not able to go up. Verse 31. We are not able to go up. Anybody can say, I can't do it. I am not able to do it. I can't step out and act healed. I can't rejoice. I can't lift up my hands and give him that sweet cane. Because I feel pathetic. Everybody can say that. Hallelujah. And verse 32 says, And they brought an evil report of the land, and they searched unto the, that they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land which we have gone to search is a land that eats up the inhabitants. You know, they're coming up with all kinds of stuff. There of all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And then they say, verse 33, And there we saw the giants, sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were now in our own sight as grasshoppers. They said they are in their eyes grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Wow. They said we look like grasshoppers and, and so therefore we also look like grasshoppers in this side. How you see yourself is how you're going to be. They said, this is how I we see. We are not able. We can't do it. I can't collect it from God. I can't receive from God. I don't know. Everybody receives. But when it comes to me, I can't receive. 
Can you see where the problem is? How do you see yourself? <laughs> Jesus said, who do you say I am? I'm asking, who do you say you are? Who you are? Who are you listening to? What's the picture that you behold about you in front of you? Hallelujah. So the spirit man, the only way to know who you are is to look in the word. Bible says in, 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 in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 towards the end, it says, We all with an open face, beholding the glory of the Lord in a mirror. Can we, can, I think it's second. Yes, we all with open face, beholding as in a glass. Wow, glass. See the glass. What's the glass? Because if you go and read it, it's talking about the reading. How when they're reading the law, there is a veil over their minds. And every time they read it in the, in the law and in, the, in that, there's still a veil. But when you turn to the Lord, that veil is taken away. And then it says, we all, we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. There's glory in this book. <laughs> there's glory shining in this book. Hallelujah. And it says, as we keep looking, you need to look. You need to look. You need to look in such a way, you know, just like you looked in that mirror and you were so convinced this is how you look. You need to look in the mirror and be so convinced and that your soul will say, I am rich. I'm blessed. I'm victorious. I have already overcome. I am a blessing to the families of the earth. You must be able to say, I am the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. That the moment one thought that goes in the other direction, you bring that mirror and say, see how I look. This is who I am. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. It says, as we keep looking, we are being changed. Into what? That image. But these people, they went to spy out. They saw grasshoppers. They saw in the mirror and they saw themselves as grasshoppers. What? What a thing to compare themselves to grasshoppers and what happened they became like that and they died none of them entered this bible says he brings it into in the book of hebrews chapter 3 and 4 it says they could not enter because of unbelief so unbelief is going to come based on where you are looking hallelujah what are you looking? How do you see yourself? Makes all the difference. If you're looking in the word, wow, you're going to be changed from glory to glory to glory. Hallelujah. I know some of you have enjoyed some glory, but that's not the end. There's going to be glory to glory to glory. How is it going to come? The same way. Keep looking in the mirror of the word. And don't forget who you saw. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't forget who you saw. Amen. Put your nose in the Bible. Put your nose to hearing God's word and acting on it. And you will be changed from one level of glory to the next, to the next, to the next. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And, uh, and then I think we will look at chapter 14. It continues to Numbers 14. He says, And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried and the people wept. I mean, I don't want to go into... There's so much bad things happening there. Hallelujah. And they started to blame God. They're going to say, we're going to, Why did God bring... I mean, so bad. Hallelujah. 
and god was so grieved they provoked him but in the midst of it there is another man who jumps up again <laughs> verse 6 numbers 14:6 and joshua the son of nun and caleb the son of jephune which were of them that searched the land rent their clothes and they spoke unto the company of the children of israel saying the land which we passed through to search is an exceeding good land if the lord delights in us then he will bring us into this land and give it as a land which flows with milk and honey he's saying have faith have faith then that word if will go how do you please god how do you god delights in you you just step out and act and you will enter in and then verse 9 says only rebellion not against the lord neither fear the people of the land for they are bread to us <laughs> their defense is departed from them and the lord is with us and the lord is with us fear them not wow see they see themselves differently they were also seeing the giants they also see the walls they also face the same challenges but they were looking different in the inside and because they looked different in the inside they behaved differently they spoke differently hallelujah oh glory to god amen they said they are bread to us we will eat them for breakfast <laughs> that's what they said they are bread to us their defense is gone is departed and if you go and read the story further when Joshua brings them to Persis and they go and uh, check they send two people and already when they are going there the whole place is shivering hearing the news of Israel so you can see your challenges are shaking hallelujah that that waters are shaking brother <laughs> hallelujah your problem is actually afraid of you you need to put some guts <laughs> and stand there you need to anchor your soul down now know that you're going to possess if it's not there he will create it for you he will create it through your words he said i will create the fruit of your lips what have you been saying have you changed repent come back immediately have you have you left the anchor and went this way just bring yourself back ask mercy and stand there because this is going to come to pass hallelujah glory to god and and verse uh 24 verse 24 numbers 14 he says but my servant killer because he had another spirit with him has followed me fully <laughs> him will i bring into the land whereunto he went and his seed shall possess it god says caleb and and he said he has another spirit it's not like this people <laughs> hallelujah he said he has another spirit and and in in second corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 talks about that spirit it's called the spirit of faith it's called the spirit of faith see i'm showing who you are through the word Amen and this word says your born again spirit is a spirit of faith hallelujah has a spirit of faith has an attitude your spirit i'm not saying your soul and not your body your born again spirit by the mirror of the word we are seeing now has another attitude which doesn't quit which doesn't give up hallelujah which doesn't take no for an answer 
which says, I believe what God has said. I refuse to move by what I see. I choose to believe what God has said and that alone will happen in my life. Can we, I'm sorry, Brother John, we left so many things. Maybe 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, we can read. Nano, Nambi Darindale, Matanadutene, Yendo, Pavitra Granta de Liberdide, Nama Nambikeo Saha, Ade Rithiali, Navo, Nambu Darindale, Martave. Hallelujah. So, this is another, this, this is the attitude of your born again spirit. Whether you have been thinking like that, whether you've been acting like that, it doesn't matter. But now let's just do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is who you are. Just like who you are righteous, just like you are holy in the spirit, just like who you, who you have this faith of the son of God, you have an attitude. This spirit man has an attitude and that attitude is a spirit of faith which refuses to be moved by what its senses say. He refuses to be moved by what it feels, but choose to believe what God has said. And because he acts and thinks like that, he will see the arm of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 1, it says, Who shall believe the report of the Lord? To whom shall the arm of the Lord be revealed? Who? The arm of the Lord is revealed to those who believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. So you act and behave like who you are in the spirit. You are a faith person. <laughs> you are just like God. I don't know whether we understand this or not. In Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I'm crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. You know, an amazing thing happened to you in the inside. Your spirit man died. The old sinner that person <laughs> is dead it died with christ hallelujah and you were recreated by god everything about you came from heaven everything in you is good you've got the life inside you you got the power inside you you got the love of god inside you you've got the faith of god inside you hallelujah and he says it's no longer i who live but christ christ who lives in me. And he says now the life which I now live in this place. With the flesh. With the soul. And with this uh, spirit. I live by this faith. Of the son of God. How do you live? By the faith of the son of God. You have the faith of Jesus inside you. <laughs> Woo! You got the faith of God. Inside you. It's, you know, many times we come into this thinking, if I got some more faith, it would have been all right. Guess whose faith you have? Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and see whose faith you got. You got the faith of Jesus. You've got the faith of Jesus. Let's back up a few verses. Verse 16. Galatians chapter 2 verse 16. Let's see that again. Let's settle this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus. How are you justified? How, did you, how were you made from a sinner to a righteous man? By the faith of Jesus. Wow. Hallelujah. And then it says, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. 
And not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Can you see here that you were made righteous by the faith of Jesus? You don't have a secondary faith. You don't have a lower faith. You have the faith of the highest form. You are the faith of Jesus. You have the faith of Jesus inside you. We just need to operate it. We just need to know how to let it loose. And that's why we said, do. <laughs> do it. I'm not going to leave you. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 12. Okay, we'll read it here. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 12. All right. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. <laughs> oh, I, I go to my daddy. And I have boldness before my God. And I have boldness and confidence before him through the faith of Jesus in me. Wow. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 9. Hallelujah. It says, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. It means it doesn't come by what I did, or performing or keeping anything. But it says, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. How did you get it? Through the faith of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained the like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Brother John, I'm so sorry. Can we read 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 1? Yesu Christana Posananada, Petrano, Ponta Galatia, Kapadokia, Asia, Bidonia, Yemba, Simegla, Chadrihogiru Vanta, Pradesha Rada, Deva Generige, Andre, Pavitratmaninda, Pratishta Sel Pataragiru Vantare. Hallelujah. So Apostle Paul opens up this letter by saying this is to them that have obtained the like precious faith. It means the identical faith. He said, we, me, and you, and all of us have the same faith. Hallelujah. The same faith of Christ. The same faith. Hallelujah. And Romans chapter 12, uh, you know, verse 3. Let's read that. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. He says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to sing or to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Well, John, can we hear that else? Hallelujah. So we can see that, you know, by these scriptures, 
By looking at the mirror of the word, we can see that we possess the faith of Jesus. We have the faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. So, whatever we are facing, it's not a faith problem. Hallelujah. We've got the faith that created the earth. You know, the whole earth is created by words of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. God spoke and into existence. So it is a word created planet and it can be a word altered planet. Hallelujah. So we got the faith. We don't need more faith. We've got the faith. We just need to develop that area. Hallelujah. We just need to keep hearing on that area. We just need to be so convinced that just like that mirror we see and we are so convinced we just need to be convinced and say I've got the faith of Jesus what am I facing? my faith can handle it because it's not your faith it's the faith of Jesus can Jesus' faith handle your problem? can Jesus' faith change your situation? can Jesus' faith handle your challenge? it can hallelujah glory to God amen praise God thank you Jesus hallelujah so Imagine, you know, I used to teach this in the children's church, that when we talk about faith, it is, we talk about like an engine. Amen? That engine that produces power. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah? And, uh, and that power changes and moves things. Hallelujah? So imagine you've got a, uh, you know, let's say a 200, uh, you know, HP, uh, you know, power, uh, BHP vehicle here. Amen? And then you are trying to move a weight. You, you connected a weight to that vehicle and you are trying to pull that weight away. Amen. So it's got good power. It can handle that, uh, that weight. Imagine that weight is your problem or your challenge. Amen. So whatever that challenge is, this, this thing can just pull it away. Amen. So there is no problem. Any challenge that you face, that engine, that power and the operation of it, can work properly. Amen. Hallelujah. So, but imagine now, you connect a same engine on the other side. With same 200 bhp power. Hallelujah. And now that is pulling it in the opposite direction at the same time. Now where will the weight go? It doesn't go anywhere. It stays in the same place. Hallelujah. Like that, it's not... The problem of the faith that you have is some things that are now developed and pulling it in the opposite direction. And one of them we saw last week is unbelief. Hallelujah. So imagine your faith is good, but you have let your unbelief go up so high that it is it, it, not able to pull. It's not able to move. Amen. Hallelujah. So what we do, we say, we need more faith. We need more faith. And you go call the prayer center. <laughs> you call the, this person and that person and say, I need to. I need help. I need more faith. You don't need more faith. You've got the faith of the Son of God. You need to learn to bring this thing down. Bring this HP down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bring this power down talking about Abraham, he says in Romans chapter 4, he says about that he considered not his own body dead, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. 
He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So what did Abraham do? He reduced this. Hallelujah. He brought the unbelief down. How do you bring the unbelief down? What are you considering? Are you saying there's giants? Are you talking about the walls? Are you talking that how you look so low in front of your problem? You know, you keep saying these things. You are bringing, making it bigger. How does worry take place in your life? You worry and you say. Matthew chapter 6, it says about, Do not take thought, saying, What I shall eat, what I shall wear, wherewith I shall be clothed. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So what we need to do is bring this unbelief down. And how do you do that? There are a couple of unbeliefs. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. Can we see that? John, can we, can we hear that? And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. So Jesus said, whatever challenge that you are facing, what you need to do is speak. <laughs> Release my faith on it, and it will be possible for you. Whatever challenge that you are facing, the answer is very simple. You don't need to add something to it. You don't have to release something from it. You just need to act on the word by speaking it. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. And next verse is, how be it, verse 21, this kind, I mean that means there are different kinds of unbelief. Amen. So this kind of unbelief is going to go out through prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Can we hear those two verses, brother? Adake Yesu Nimma Alpa Vishwasaway Adake Karana Nanu Nimage Satyavanu Hilatene Nimma Nambikeu Sasivi Kalina Sidaru A Parvatake Ilinda Alige Hogo Yendo Nivu Hilidaru Adu Hogotade Nimage Asadia Vada Karigale Iradu Yendano Are you able to hear? I mean, is the voice okay? Yeah? Hallelujah. Praise God. So he said, This kind of unbelief. This kind of unbelief. So that means there are different kinds of unbelief can be there. Hallelujah. And we saw Mark chapter 6, Jesus goes to his hometown. And there everybody says, Ha, huh, this is Joseph Ayton's son. Hallelujah. We know Marichechi. Hallelujah. Who is this? How is he going to? I mean, who is this? Why is he talking like that? And the Bible says Jesus marveled at their unbelief. You know, if you go and read, the, I mean, check the word marvel, where Jesus marveled in... Uh, in the New Testament, there's two places. One is when, when the centurion said about faith. And the second one was here. He marveled at their unbelief. Amen. And so what he do? He goes and teaches them. He goes around and teaches. So there is this kind of unbelief that can be taught and it goes away. Hallelujah. Amen. So imagine you don't know. Bible says you are healed. You don't know it's God's will for you to be healed. So you can be taught that it is His will. He has paid for it. 
you can be taught hallelujah and then you can receive hallelujah and that unbelief can go amen and then there is another unbelief where uh, you know you have been taught differently <laughs> you say you should not take marriage you should not uh, you know it's God's will for you to suffer sickness amen is God gets glorified when you get poor God is magnified and lifted in your suffering financially hallelujah God gets glorified when you suffer physically wow so you know there can be teachings like that and those teachings has to be erased <laughs> and then taught again which is more work amen it is like a slate imagine you have a whiteboard here and already so many things are written on it amen and you are trying to write something new and you have to first erase it erase all that hallelujah and then freshly teach them amen and that unbelief can go but this kind <laughs> this kind it says this kind goes out by prayer and fasting oh hallelujah you know as disciples of jesus as believers we are all should fast amen jesus didn't say if you fast in matthew 6 it says when you fast Amen. He said, when you pray. So it's not like an option. I can fast sometime. I don't have to fast sometime. It is supposed to be your lifestyle. Amen. Prayer is supposed to be your lifestyle. Amen. Giving is supposed to be your lifestyle. That's why Jesus said, when you pray, when you fast, when you give, do like this. Amen. Hallelujah. So he says, this kind goes out by fasting. Fasting doesn't change God. Hallelujah. Fasting changes you to put your senses down. Amen. We saw this, this you know, this is a big deal. Hallelujah. And, and if, whether you like it or not, when food is put in front of you, all your senses are involved in it. <laughs> I mean, you're seeing, you're smelling, you're tasting, you're feeling it. And, and, and you hear those, you know, whatever fry sound, you know, you get indulged in it. And now you're saying, shut up. You're putting it down. Amen. That's a powerful thing. Amen. And, and who's saying, it's the spirit man. He's saying, you're not going to eat. Hallelujah. <gasps> you're not going to eat for one day. After that, can I eat? <laughs> you're eat for two days. So when you fast, it's not pleasurable. Amen. When you feel very bad, you're actually fasting. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, you, you, you say, where did this come from? What is this? Why am I getting so irritated? It's because you're fasting and your flesh is now trying to act up. But your spirit man says, you shut up. I am the boss. I put you down. I keep, I keep you senses down. Can you see? Food is one of the strongest cravings for your body. Amen? One of the strongest cravings for your body. I can't tell you what I am fasting. You don't need to fast. I can't put it as a rule. You need to find out what you need to fast. And sometimes food is not your problem. Maybe TV is your problem. Or maybe news is your problem. You need to have news when you get up. You need to sleep after seeing the news. News is very important for you. I need to know what's going around. That's the problem. This other engine is now nicely fed, fully 
truly fueled up and it's like running fast with high BHP. And you're trying to push it away. Amen. You're trying to move your challenge. It's not moving because you have been feeding something. Your senses are fed constantly. Hallelujah. So you need to find out what you have to fast. Hallelujah. But I definitely found out fasting food is definitely good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So if you're fasting and you're not feeling anything, increase it. Change the duration. Or say no to something more. Hallelujah. And when you do that, you will be amazed at a different level of sensitivity to your spirit and, and, and ability to hear and ability to now put things under control. When your, says, when your senses say something contrary to what the spirit is saying, what the word is saying. Hallelujah. Amen. So this kind can go out by prayer and fasting. Imagine when you're praying, you're not using uh, all your senses. You're putting your senses off. You know, you're putting your senses off and you're turning to the invisible spirit place and you're communicating to your daddy in the name of Jesus. Can you see? You're putting all those senses down and you're tuning in the spirit. Amazing place. Hallelujah. And, and imagine when you're praying in tongues, you're putting all that down. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, have you, have you gone in praying in tongues for a few hours? The first, maybe at least I would tell you, one hour will be like, you know, action. <laughs> your, your senses wanting to, oh, let's go drink water, let's go to the toilet, let's sit here, let's sit there, let's sit like this, let's sit. Maybe this is a good posture, that's a good posture. After one hour, you keep pressing in, then it will become quiet. What are you doing? You're putting that down. <laughs> Hallelujah. And now, you're, you can now pray in the Spirit. Bible says, when you're praying in the Spirit, you, your understanding is unfruitful. It means all that thing that's going on in the soul from the senses, it becomes unfruitful. You say, I'm not going to be bothered. Whatever you feel, I'm going to continue to pray in tongues. And you say, bah, 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 you keep on going. Amen. And you don't stop. Hallelujah. And you press in. You press in. You will realize a difference. You will realize a difference. Amen. You're able to handle things differently. What did you do? You actually took the, you put a, poked, poked uh, the fuel engine in that. Amen. You put, the, put a uh, you know, hole in that fuel. And that fuel is slowly going. So the engine is not producing that much power. <laughs> and you will see things changing. Challenges changing. Hallelujah. So, praise God. I hope we got something. Amen. Did you get something? Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So, this is, you know, this area of senses is so powerful. Amen. And that's where you also deal with people. Jesus said, how can you believe? I think in John chapter 5, it says, how can you believe if you receive honor from one another and do not seek the honor that comes from God alone? Amen. So let's, let's read that. John chapter 5 and verse 44. John chapter 5 verse 44. It says here, how can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that comes from God only. 
ಒಬ್ಬನೇ ದೇವರಿಂದ ಬರುವ ಮಹಿಮೆಯನ್ನು ಅಪೇಕ್ಷಿಸದೆ ನಿಮ್ಮ ನಿಮ್ಮೊಳಗೆ ಪ್ರ ಪ್ರಶಂಸೆಯನ್ನು ಸ್ವೀಕರಿಸುವಾದರೆ ನೀವು ಅದನ್ನು ನಂಬಲು ಹೇಗೆ ಸಾಧ್ಯ ಸೊ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಪ್ಲೀಸಿಂಗ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬಿಲೀವಿಂಗ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಹಾಲಲುಯ್ಯ ಸೊ ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಫೇತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೂವ್ ಆನ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ಶ್ಯೂರ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಆನ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಸೈ ಹಾಲಲುಯ್ಯ you have to be on god's side because bible says the fear of man is a trap the fear of man is a trap amen hallelujah so if you want to really help people you have to stay on god's side amen hallelujah so so that can that can affect you amen that can affect the operation of your faith according to these scriptures amen so you need to now handle all that <laughs> hallelujah and whenever you're doing that you are unplugging putting another hole in that fuel tank hallelujah so that you so you don't have the whatever challenge that you're facing you've already got the faith to handle it you've got the faith of jesus inside you amen hallelujah so you just need to make sure whatever is hindering your faith that you take it away another hindrance is unforgiveness we saw in in if you have listened to the last benester message you will see that when you don't forgive that sin is staying with you when you don't let go of somebody that mess is with you and when that mess is with you your faith is now hindered that's another engine pulling it back you're trying to move and it's is 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 pulling another engine you connected imagine 200 you put here and then another 200 you put it here oh so there is unbelief there is unforgiveness there is hardness of heart and then you can doubt <laughs> hallelujah that's enough to push and make your faith to not produce hallelujah amen so i think we'll stop there believe we got something amen hallelujah uh, you'll be encouraged to release your faith see you know the pure faith we should keep the faith pure unhindered we should keep the faith working hallelujah how do you do that by speaking and acting on the word of god amen hallelujah and and if you let it let faith go out there in in luke chapter 17 you know talking about you know peter telling jesus increase our faith and he says if your faith as a you know and you would speak and it will obey you it will be plucked up and be planted in the sea and then he goes on to say about a servant talking about faith as a servant and 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 when you put the faith out there it is like a servant that goes and does the work that's what god did he spoke it and 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 his faith went and created the earth <laughs> hallelujah your faith goes and is doing work for you don't call it back don't call that servant back until that work is over you spoke it like jesus like uh, you know david spoke the end result to goliath what you spoke what end result you spoke don't call it back jesus saw the victory and he said let no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever he spoke the end result and that tree died withered from the root hallelujah what you spoke what you release let it work let it work it will produce it will bring glory to god hallelujah and and you will enjoy it amen hallelujah oh praise god Amen so today when we take communion check 
what you need to drop i can't tell you fast coca cola fast uh, this for don't eat pork or don't eat beef i can't say all that that's your problem see that's the problem with tradition what is working for me i can't put it for you you have no problem with that i am having the problem you have your problem i have my problem and i have to fast you have to fast amen hallelujah you may have to just delete facebook for some time hallelujah you may have to um, you know stop listening to some places amen you know some places you go you get all the reports so it's time to uh, you know be absent in that meeting <laughs> hallelujah and and enjoy just god's report amen you know you cannot compensate for times spent in the presence of god and in the presence of the word we have to spend time i mean can you imagine how things influence us bible says evil company corrupts good character don't be deceived evil stuff be around it hang around it watch it hear it listen to it you can't say it's not affecting me you can listen to some weird uh movies hallelujah you can't keep watching trash and say i'm strong and my faith is strong it's not going to affect me we'll see after some time because everything that you open your senses to it is like a seed that is going inside you and you will reap a harvest and you say why i am not able to control it because you kept putting fuel in that engine and it's now full spin is gone from 200 to 1000 bhp and you say i'm not able to control of course that's controlling you so you have to figure out i have to figure out and god's mercy is more than enough to handle all this but this thing can be handled and our faith can work nicely hallelujah praise god amen let's take communion so when we take communion it is a place we adjust we align and realign and we say god hallelujah thank you man praise god hallelujah thank you sister oh glory so it's a place of adjustment hallelujah it's a place of adjustment so you know you're not taking communion you know and then adjusting you adjust and then you take communion Hallelujah we see the blood we see the body whatever you messed up this sacrifice has taken care of it whatever whatever mess or mistake or thing that has happened this meal has taken care of it you don't need to suffer the consequence he suffered the consequence hallelujah so we can say i'm sorry lord i make the adjustment today hallelujah i get back in line hallelujah i have given too much attention to whatever my senses are saying hallelujah i have been giving attention to the world i have been giving attention to what's going around but today oh lord i've come forgive me i put that all away and i listen to what you have said what you have done what you have finished and i rest in that as i take this meal i remember your body that was offered for me 
I remember the blood that was shed for me and sealed an everlasting covenant with me. As I take this meal, I receive all that you purchased for me. I receive all of the health, all of the wisdom, all of the supply, all of the counsel, all of the rest, all that you paid for. As we take this meal, we receive it, Father. We thank you. We praise you. Lord, if they could take this meal and come out from Egypt in 24 hours, how much more when this blood, hallelujah, of, the, of Jesus is shed, when Jesus is alive, hallelujah, the guarantee of this covenant, the mediator of this covenant, oh, hallelujah. How much more, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we receive the benefit as we eat it now. We eat it without guilt, without fear, but we eat it in faith. Ready to go. Ready to increase. Ready to leap like calves released from the stall. Hallelujah. Ready. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we eat and drink? Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. By your stripes, we have been healed. By your stripes, <laughs> we are healed. Oh, as our days, so is our strength. As our days, so is our strength. We have returned to the days of our youth. By the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. <laughs> we will not die. But we will live and declare the works of God. No evil will befall us. No plague will come near our dwelling. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We declare we are free. We lack no good thing. We declare we are debt free. We have more. All our needs are met. We have more than enough for every good work. We are favored in the eyes of all that look upon us. We declare in Jesus' name. We dominate. We possess in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. In nothing, in nothing we will be put to shame. Every area we will see the glory of God. We will see the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Is there anybody who requires healing in their body today? Can you lift your hands? If you require healing in their bodies, you know, just lift up your hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Let's come, come, Brother Victor. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. So we don't have a faith problem. You have the faith to receive. Uh, we have the faith to release. And, and, and the life of Christ is inside us. Amen. Anakam. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we worship you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For stretching forth your hand to do signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we curse every lies. We declare by his stripes. You are healed in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Come, brother. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says, you know, he uses our hands. Our hands will become an extension of his hands. In the name of Jesus, we declare the eyes shall see in Jesus' name. Every lying thing, get out in the name of Jesus. We declare the eyes shall see clearly in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Believe that you got it. Amen. Believe that you got it. And start acting. Amen. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter whether you feel it or not. Hallelujah. You know, wh whatever is in the realm of the spirit, whatever has happened in the realm of the spirit, according to the word, we know it's done. According to the word, it's done. He said, lay hands and they shall recover. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of the Jesus, how do we can have perfect soundness? Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore, we can expect. Amen. Hallelujah. If you, if you feel something now, tell us. If you felt something afterwards, tell us. But whatever it is, keep the switch on. Amen. Keep the switch on. You know, when you lay hands, that's the point where you believe that you got it. Otherwise, I simply put hands on you. Nothing happened. But when I put hands on you, that's a point where we are both releasing faith. The church is joined together and we are saying, yeah, power has gone into you. Power has gone inside you. Hallelujah. Whether you feel it or not, power is there inside you right now. Hallelujah. And you, and you can act, keep activating it by saying, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I've got it. Woo! And you start excited, get excited about it and start saying about it, start acting on it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, uh, you know, before we uh, receive our offerings, amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And verse 8. It says, it says, and God is able. You know, the previous verse says, every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. You know, you can see attitudes written there in verse 7. You know, the way to give. That's the attitude to give. And whenever you are cheerful or rejoicing and giving, it's, it's a proof that you are acting from the spirit and not from the flesh. Hallelujah. And that's what produces results. When you act from the spirit, when the spirit man is dominating and acting, there's always rejoicing. <laughs> Bible says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. It might be painful, whatever. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And then it says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. See, you know, in all these things, we must understand whatever you put in the hands of Jesus, he will multiply it. Whatever you put, your, put in the hands of Jesus, he will multiply it. You put your hand, your life in him, he will multiply it. He'll make you a blessing to the families of the earth. Hallelujah. Whatever you put in his hand, he will multiply it. But the key thing is his knowledge, his understanding. What his word is saying and acting on it makes all the difference. Otherwise, it is just you will always be acting in the flesh, not in the spirit. It's the word that shows us what we have in the spirit. Otherwise, it'll be just like some theory. Amen. But so what is important is what you're acting on, make sure you have 
wisdom and knowledge from the word behind that action. And that changes everything. Hallelujah. Otherwise you can say, I did it and nothing happened. You did it to make something happen. But you can also do it because you know something has happened. You're doing things because something has happened. And here G Bible says, He will make all grace abound towards you. That word grace, you know, in Amplified, if you read it, he said, he will make all grace, all favor, and earthly blessing to abound towards you. You cannot do anything to add to the grace of God. But you can draw from the grace of God. You cannot, you're not adding to the grace of God when you're giving, but you're drawing from the grace of God when you're giving. Hallelujah. So when you're acting like this, hallelujah, it says, this is one of the ways to act. This is a spiritual law. Just like you can say, you can have what you say, you know, to sow and reap is a spiritual law. But don't act it just because I said it, but because you saw it in the word. Because you saw this is the truth. And the way to do it is not because you're trying to move God's hand, you know, trying to make some changes in the spirit by doing this. And right now, this moment, oh, put this amount and it will happen. No, you're acting because you know something. You've got an understanding, you've got a knowledge, you've got a revelation. Hallelujah. From the scripture. And you saw it that you are rich. So what is this grace? At here in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 it says, For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We will read that in the Amplified. Verse 8 and 9. Chapter 8 verse 9 it says, we, For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was so very rich, Yet for our sake he became so very poor that you might be enriched or abundantly supplied. Woo! Hallelujah. So this grace has happened. I am in possession of it. Just like I have the faith of the Son of God, I am a rich person. You are a rich person. Do you know you are rich? Can you see yourself rich in the inside? Hallelujah, that you have the unsearchable riches of Christ inside that nobody can actually calculate. The calculators cannot have that many digits. If you sit and calculate in numbers, it's just incalculable, exhaustless riches is inside you. And he says that grace by which this has happened. And he says he made you enriched, made you rich, made you abundantly supplied. You are in possession of it. And how do you bring that out? This is the one way to bring it out. By your faith in this. Amen. Hallelujah. That you may always have all sufficiency in all things. And have abundance for every good work. Amen. So when we give, when we receive our tithes. Hallelujah. Act based upon a knowledge. <laughs> based upon a revelation. Hallelujah. And after you act, please go and read that scripture again. Every day. You may have to do it morning, afternoon, and night. Hallelujah. So that you can experience what that word is saying. Hallelujah. And when you acted on it, it is like you're, pour, you're pouring water on it, that seed. Amen. Hallelujah. And keep your mind around it and it's going to change your life, change your circumstance. Amen. Hallelujah. So shall we receive our tithes and offerings? Hallelujah. You are blessed.